talking about today is um, quite simply, how do we cope when people say you sound and look so well when, as we know, with chronic illness, we might look like that and we might sound like that, but the reality can be quite a different thing. So when we have chronic illness, our minds are quickly programmed to think about all the things we can no longer do. And, you know, that can be really, really difficult, can't it? Because at the end of the day, we really do um, want to be able to do so much. We don't want to feel disabled. We want to feel as if we're able to contribute some way to the household, uh, the community, um, have relationships with our friends, with our family. So what do we do? How do we manage to um, cope when people say to us, you know, you sound so well, you look so well. So our minds are quickly programmed to think about all the things we can no longer do when we have chronic illness. So you get a diagnosis and the first thing you think about obviously is the disease and what that means. But the second thing usually is, well, if that's the disease, what am I no longer going to be able to do? Doctors, allied health professionals, family and friends, they can easily feed us messages with concur with that I can't do it mindset as well. So you start to tell people that you've got a disease and they immediately start to think, well, we need to write you off a little bit. Or you tell people that you have severe pain and your pain is excruciating and if you have to live with that pain because there is no other solution, there is no cure, there is no treatment, as in my case, um, it doesn't mean that you are not still you and are not still a whole person. And yet I think people have a mindset of sort of seeing you as some kind of cripple sitting in a corner unable to move but that's actually not the reality. We have to find ways when we have these kind of diseases to still have a fulfilled life and it is possible. So, you know, don't get me wrong. There is lots we can't do when living with a chronic disease. There's lots I can't do. My list sometimes seems endless and it can cause me to feel as if my disease is in total control, which is not how I want it to be. So is my disease in control though or am I at risk of allowing it to take over more than it should? Are we all at risk of doing that? Because there's that sense of feeling like we're telling people we're in pain so we should be that cripple in the corner. So that's a question that I constantly ask myself. But you know what? I don't want to be a prisoner to my disease. I want to scale whatever heights I can safely push. And ultimately, I'm the only one who can decide my limits. Nobody can do that for me. So how do we deal with that thing of, you sound so well? And you probably think I sound well at the moment, but <laughs> the reality is I'm lying flat on my bed. It's 11.45, sorry, 10.45 a.m. in the morning. Um, I have done quite a bit around the house and um, helped my husband get out on time for his appointment. Uh, we have an appointment this afternoon to get some documents signed. I've sorted out all of that. Um, so I have been doing things. However, I currently am lying on the bed. I'm still in my nighty. I 
haven't done hair, makeup, got dressed, anything yet. I'm going to do that after I've done this podcast. But, you know, I'm working. I'm doing a podcast. I have been on my forum this morning um, chatting to people, um, chatting to the members. Um, I've been scheduling segments. I've been doing all kinds of things that are part of my, my world, my passion, my purpose. So I sound so well, yes, but the stark reality, if I posted a photo, um, would be very different. But here's an example. I answered the phone the other day in my normal cheery phone voice. And to the caller, I definitely sounded well and upbeat. And as I just said, seeing me in person told a very different story. I was actually probably in this same position as I'm in now. I was in agony and I was so exhausted as I'd actually been out early for fasting blood tests that morning. The effort for me to get out early is just nothing short of a gold medal Olympic marathon performance. It pushes all my boundaries. Anyone who knows me well knows I will always present a professional image on the phone, no matter the circumstances I'm in. I just It's just how I've been trained to be. Um, I was trained to do this in my corporate and my church life. I was always... Um, I always dressed nicely, tried to dress nicely, at least in a smart, casual sense at the end of the day. Um, and I do that every day. So I'm often told I look really well. But it just wouldn't be me if I didn't do that. Chronic illness was never going to change my love of fashion, makeup and making the best of what I have. So should I sound sick on the phone? Should I dress as if I just got out of bed or don't care about my appearance. I have severe pain and fatigue and sometimes I actually do lose my voice as a result but generally I can talk. I often look drained throughout the day but if I'm seeing someone a lot of planning has happened prior to seeing them to ensure that my pain meds are at their maximum effectiveness. Why would I want to sound terrible or look dishevelled if I'm able to do otherwise? I know as my disease progresses, the day will come when I'll be in a state of disrepair and unable to do much about it. I'm going to try and live well now for as long as I possibly can. So the caller the other day was someone that I know and love. They were relieved I sounded well. So their comment of, you sound so good, came from a place of love and concern in regards to me being chronically ill. It still caused an emotional reaction in me though and I heard myself respond with, well thankfully it's not my voice with the problem. So why did I respond this way? I felt like I wasn't allowed to sound okay. I felt like I was supposed to portray some kind of sick or pain sound in order for the other person to understand my pain. Now this is clearly my issue and not the caller's. I should and can allow myself to feel free, to sound bright and upbeat. I don't want to sound miserable because I'm not. What I can do is use these opportunities with grace to educate people as to what it's like to live with chronic illness. My husband on this occasion did it for me. As he spoke to the caller, he said, Sam has a professional phone voice no matter what, but unfortunately it doesn't mean she's okay bless him. <laughs> I also often get asked, how can you do that? So for those of you with chronic illness, do you, do you find yourself saying, I can't do this or I can't do that? 
You're probably right, but have you looked at the situation before you and asked a slightly different question? Have you asked, how can I do this? I drive my husband mad as I'm constantly looking at things around the home and trying to find ways to clean. His love and concern about my health wants him to wrap me up in a cotton wool you know, suit, <laughs> one of those um, bubble wrap suits. Suits, And even one of my orthopaedic surgeons has said in the past he would sleep much better at night if I was wearing a cotton wool suit. While I do have to be extremely careful, I have learned how to move and support my body in a safe way. I can feel if I'm doing something to aggravate my disease and I can make the adjustments that I need to make. I also know some things I do will increase pain, but they won't cause damage. There is a difference and it's not an easy one for an onlooker to identify. Only I know the difference. As I said earlier, pain is a constant for me. If I didn't do anything because of pain, I literally wouldn't even attempt to get out of bed. So my question how can I do this, is a very valid and appropriate one. It causes me to pause, think and plan my approach before I attempt to execute an eventual well-thought-out strategy, or I think it's a well-thought-out one anyway. Once the strategy is formed, I'm safe to try. If I feel I'm pushing too hard or too far, it's okay to retreat. At least I gave it a go. So there's a moral to all of my stories here. I recently did something more people, uh, most people would think I was incapable of doing with my disease. I cleaned some windows. I had my well thought out plan. I had all my tools at hand and I very carefully went about undertaking the task. I also made sure my husband was at the shop so I didn't have to hear him painfully groaning at me and giving me messages of, you can't do that. The worst thing that happened was I banged my head, but I was okay. Was I sore? Yeah, of course. Was I pleased with myself? Absolutely. I could see out my lounge windows into our garden and I could see the flowering alamanders, daffodils, begonias, petunias, roses, the crepe myrtle, the bougainvillea was in full bloom and I could see it all through crystal clear glass. Of course, we had a series of thunderstorms in the following day, so the crystal clear view wasn't going to last, but it did for a little while and I enjoyed it every day. My husband came home to a very excited wife and thankfully he was both proud and pleased at my determination with a little concern mixed in, but I'll just call that love for now. So back to the moral of my story. We can so often give ourselves the message, I can't do this because other, others have told us we can't. Or perhaps we are afraid people won't believe how sick we are or how much pain we are in if they see us trying to do things. I think this is perhaps the saddest reason for us not to ask the question, how can I do this? If we allow others' preconceived ideas of chronic illness to stop us from attempting to do things we feel we are capable of, despite the painful consequences, we are allowing them to take life away from us. We have a right to live, a right to test our limits, to achieve, to sound bright and bubbly if we can. We have a right to choose to take off the cotton wool suit from time to time and test those waters. Yes, we need to be careful. We need to follow our medical team's advice and listen to our loved one's concerns. However, we don't need to constantly tell ourselves, I can't do this. 
It's okay to ask ourselves, how can I do this? Enjoy testing the waters carefully to see what you can do. Remember, it's okay to sound good and look well despite having a chronic illness. It takes so much from us. So don't allow others' preconceived ideas and your own concerns about how you'll be um, seen to influence your life choices. Enjoy doing what you can do while you can do it. Take care, everybody. Sending you lots of love and I look forward to talking to you next time on Medical Musings with Sam. Bye.